Moving right along, this is uh, segment three for season five, episode 14, with the theme of Navajo Auto Clubs. This one is number three, The Purpose of Carnage, which is Clagato Automotive Restoration in Native Auto Garage Enthusiasts, which, you know, it's a mouthful, but I wanted to use the word carnage with a capital K. Anyways, uh, this segment looks at why this program was started in the first place and what it has become so far as merchandising for promotions has not been made yet. So I kind of already covered this, but um, I'll go ahead and redo it again. But the first thing about this Carnage, why it was started, was I wanted a, uh, a rivalry between Carnage and Karma. And then the other thing was, you know, I wanted to try something new, something different. And I really wanted the veterans organizations to get behind it and say, oh, yeah, you know, hey, Native Ravager, that was a good idea. You know, we, we want to join you and uh, we want to help you bring this to life. And um, that way you can... Um, you know, can we can do some more and we can add more ideas and we can punch it up and make it even more of a, a sweeter deal, pretty much, you know. And as far as all that goes, you know, that's where I was kind of hoping that, um, excuse me, by now I would have had like a garage. So all the intentions are still there. It's just, you know, seeing it, following it through is a little bit harder than I thought. Now, there is a way where I can use the um, Clagato Veterans nonprofit status to get me the car club on track. But for what it's worth right now, I'm just leaving it as, you know, I'm just leaving Carnage as it is. And I want to see what I can do on my own. And, you know, like I want to collect a lot of uh, metal and um, uh, aluminum cans for recycling. That way, you know... I can use that for money as, um, to invest in like the merchandising, you know, like I was saying earlier in the opening about, um, having a, um, a logo and, um, a mascot. So right now the mascot I'm thinking of is just another horn toad and I got, I have a buddy working on it, but I haven't really kept in contact with him cause I'm doing so much, but, um, I hope he's close to getting done. He drew like a horn toad theme with it again. And, um, I was just saying like, well, I don't really know where, um, where this thing is going to be. I mean, what the mascot is going to look like. And also I need a motto, you know, I need a different motto for carnage, you know? Um, but, uh, all that, you know, I'm still working on it. I still need to do a, what do you call that? A pamphlet. And I still need to do, um, what do you call that thing? A pamphlet and, just kind of, well, basically promote it more. And once these uh, car shows start becoming a new thing, um, you know, when people say, well, what is carnage? What's the purpose of it? Why does it sound like, you know, it's a veteran thing where you want to destroy and all that, uh, make havoc, you know? And for me, I'd just be like, well, carnage just means that, you know, it's, it's going to be a problem for other professional mechanic garages, because they're going to be wanting, you know, their goofy, loyal, native customers to be coming in while they charge you up the ass. Like I said, that uh, piece of shit place over on the, the west side of Gallup, it didn't work out for me. So I don't know anybody that it worked out for. And if that's, you know, and if you're a horn Toad listener and that's one of your buddies or whatever, then, well, sorry. But they've already put like a, a bad reputation on their on their face, on their business and their 
organization because they were more greedy and they wanted four hundred dollars just to put that stupid uh, cap back on, which I could have done, you know. But I was trying to tell those stupid assholes what I was trying to ask them to do, and you know, I figure, oh well, these are mechanics, you know, I don't really need to say too much. But either they were so goddamn stupid and they don't know what they were doing there, or he was just purposely trying to act like he didn't know what I was talking about just so he can charge me for some money. And if I didn't pay, then he was going to, you know, call the cops or, you know, just make it harder. And, um, I was in no position to really do that at the time. Cause like I said, you know, I just, I just needed the vehicle to run and I needed to get, um, to get the nonprofit, you know, moving forward rather than just waiting and waiting and waiting. But, um, <clears throat> anyways, um, let's see what, what I was going to say about this was, um, uh, the other idea that, you know, the purpose of the carnage car club, um, was to do the same thing as Cuba had done and the, the, um, the country of Cuba, the, off the islands, you know, and, um, uh, there was, um, I saw a documentary one time, uh, I think, I don't remember which one it was, uh, well, one of the, uh, the, the news investigative channels or whatever the hell, they went down there to Cuba and they saw a lot of classic American cars or it, it might've been like one of the car shows on television on, on cable. And so anyways, um, these guys, they went down there and they saw Cuba had all these classic old 1950s and 60s Chevrolet vehicles and Ford vehicles and the reason why that happened was because when um, America was threatening to go to war with Cuba, when Fidel Castro was um, was a big cheese there, they ended up um, cutting off ties with um, oh, what do you call that place? <laughs> I was at Puerto Rico, Cuba. So when doing that, you know they couldn't really get anything new anymore. So those vehicles just had to remain on the island and. Pretty soon, you know, the those Cubans, they got really good at um, fixing them, repairing them. They would ship for parts back to America. Then the parts would go back, you know. And that's how they kept those vehicles running. And I thought, damn, man. And, you know, and I looked on the res and, you know, there's a lot of old, outdated vehicles that are still really, um, still really good, still really worth restoring. And... That's why, you know, I was trying to push for this to really get going and become a thing because, you know, I wanted, in a way, I wanted the Navajo Nation to be known for something other than corrupt politics and mutton stew, you know. I wanted it to be a place where people would say, yo, you know what, those uh, Navajos on the Navajo Nation, they're, they're restoring these old vehicles and, um, you know, they, they have car shows maybe we'll go out there and spend some money. So right there, it's helping out with, um, tourism too, you know, and that's why I was really trying to push for this, but I, I'm still pushing for it. You know, it's just taking me some time and, um, I'm not worried. I'm not frustrated. I'm not let down. I'm just trying to make sure that what I do is still beneficial if I keep pushing at it and, uh, making sure that these things, they work out to the point where, um, you know, it's all part of, um, part of the vision of getting all these, you know, run down res rides back in, you know, working order and just moving around. So the other part of that is because I got tired of, you know, my mom complaining about people and their brand new vehicles. And then, which I'll, I'll be talking about here soon, but, um, 
it's just all those radio commercials about getting a new vehicle, the latest one, the newest one, it's upgraded, fully loaded, all this stuff, all that shit. But the price, it keeps rising. And, you know, if that's the way that modern vehicles are going to go as far as uh, sales go, you know, the prices they're reaching, thirty to $40,000, you know, just for something generic, you know. But um, um, if... If I were able to lead the charge where all these old rundown vehicles become restored and they're they're back on the road again, and you know the, it would add prestige to the Navajo Nation when people say, "Wow, I haven't seen that type of car or truck in so long." Um, man, that's worth money now. Let me go and see if these Navajos want to sell it because you know I'll get a lot of money for it, or I'll give them a lot of money for it. Right there, it could really come down to the family if they want to sell it or not. It's that's not my that's not my uh, area of expertise. That's really up to them. But where I would like to get some credibility is for them to say, well, you know, this was the guy's vision. That's why I started this carnage, and um, that's how that's how we supported him, and that's how things came to be. You know, pretty much that's just where. I was looking at it like that and I was thinking, damn, man, that'd be so badass to have that happen. And, um, you know, and, um, and I'm not really looking forward to money as I am looking forward to just adding that little change where I could rub it back in the veterans faces. When I tell them, I told you guys, this is what we need to do. You know, we could have, you know, definitely been making a lot more money than, waiting around for it and and changing of executive directors well that sure didn't help did it you know everything is uh seems to have gotten worse so um with that being said that's what i wanted to say about the purpose of carnage and um and you know i got that idea from those uh, cuban classic cars that were just being restored and it just kept driving them around and stuff and um and then, uh, raising awareness money through, uh, competitions I already covered that, you know, that was pretty much the purpose of carnage, you know, to raise money, uh, you know, through, uh, you know, car show competitions and whatnot. And then, um, collecting and, re uh, scrapping, uh, recycling scrap metal. Um, that's definitely still on my top list of priorities. As a matter of fact, uh, I got a veteran who's working on that. So we'll see how that goes, man. I'll bring up another, maybe another report, but he's collecting all this scrap metal and taking him in to get some money to get his car club started, which, you know, I'm glad to say I helped him out with that. So other than that, uh, I'll leave it at that. And let's go ahead and jump on to the fourth subject of this episode, which is annoying auto sales.